Secrets lie in the border fires and the humming wires. Yeah, man, you know you're never coming back. Past the square, past the bridge, past the mills, past the stacks. On a gathering storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand. Deep into the hole 
heal your shrinking soul But there won't be a single thing that you can do He's a god, he's a man, he's a ghost, he's a guru They're whispering his name through this disappearing land But hidden in his coat is a red right hand Square, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Uh, we're always looking for dough. If you come through the website and you got a few extra bucks, uh, the GoFundMe, we're always uh, scraping. Always scraping. Be as good as you can and help those who can't. Think before you scream and uh, always stay in the car. Next week.
Michael 
Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Movie on YouTube with Mike. Mike Clap, Holman, and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. L W A F L M O Y T. That's the I, only way you could find us on the podcast. You have to use our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. The same with our YouTube channel and our Twitter account of 38 people following oh, yeah. us. Yeah, it hasn't uh, moved. What's the reverse of blowing up? <laughs> uh, cratering. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in full crater. We, are, we haven't lost a single uh, follower on Twitter. Since we reached 38 followers. Statistics, we're doing all right. Yeah. You know what? Even bots don't even bother with us. We're pretty cool. And yeah. check us out. We're more active on Facebook, being number over 50. And you can check our Facebook page at Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Carl, we broadcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. on mutinyradio.fm. We are streaming first right now on mutinyradio.fm. The why great internet channel straight out of the Mission District. Uh, well, yeah, why well, not? You make a donation. You could go to mutinyradio.fm, click the donate button, or if you got the Venmo, throw in some Venmo bucks to at Mutiny Radio. A lot of great community programming, like what's really happening with Luke. With That's right, two us at noon. So you can listen to him at noon and then listen to us at two. Make, make an afternoon of it. Yeah, please do. Yeah. And you know, Sunday, there's sometimes with live shows after that. So, you know, just hang out or a, a rerun of us. Ooh, how delightful. Yeah. We watch a full length movie on YouTube and we want you to watch the movie with us and listen to our podcast at the same time. Carl, what is the movie this week? Okay. This week, we will watch. Thank you, Michael, for nothing. We will watch Full Body Massage 1995. Full Ooh. Body Massage. It's a uh, full body, and then it's mass, M-A-S-S, -S, like weight or Massachusetts, and then age, like our age is over 50. That's right. Yes, yes they are. And then 1995, that means full body massage for less than 20 bucks. Oh, absolutely. This was, It was a better time for mass, mass ages, and I was totally into the mass age. And you didn't have to get a, ah, 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 to make it a happy ending. You just felt good. Oh yeah, back in the back in our day, you didn't need that. You right. go to the movie theater and jerk off to your neighbor. Yeah, like a like a normal person. You don't go yeah. to a disgusting massage. That's bar. gross. No, you go see Caligula. All right, so uh, and jerk off your neighbor. All right, well, we are very excited to. Uh, I was young. I was so young. Go ahead and type in full body massage, nineteen ninety five, and the pick you should find, right, Carl? Yeah. Uh, the channel is Sarah Outen, S-A-R-A-H-O-U-T-E-N, Sarah Outen, and it's in Spanish. It says El Masajista. All right, so look for El Masajista. Right. Uh, so what does that mean in Spanish? The full uh, body massage? No, it's the master jizz, jizzer. <laughs> I walked right into that. I walked right into that. Okay. Yes, El Masajista. Massachusetts. Okay. All right. And then what we want you to do is click the link for El Masajista full movie. Two, two million views. Yeah. Uh, two million. It is. Yeah. 
Yeah. So click uh, pause and then a little tricky on my mom's computer here, but go ahead and uh, hit pause and move the timer to zero, zero, zero uh, at the count of uh, three. We'll be told to go and we'll hit the play button all at the same time and watch the movie. I'm very excited that this time we have a celebrity comedian to commence our countdown. Yeah. Uh, Carl has scoured. Carl's from New Jersey and he's a New Jersey comedian, but he understands this. The internet radio is a worldwide video. So you have scoured the yeah. earth. Yes, the, the earth. You scoured. Yeah. To find. It's all yeah. clean over in this area. Yeah, so you, you actually branched out away from the state of New Jersey. Okay, in our history here, we've had Indiana, we've had New York, like upstate. We've had... Um, Bay Area. Yes, right, we've had Bay Area. Uh, and then a lot of times we've had New Jersey. What am I going to do? This is, you can't <laughs> throw a comedian and not hit a dead cat uh, here in That is because it's the uh, Garden State of Dead Cats. <laughs> that's right that's why it's so fertilized <laughs> all right well fair enough i have not heard uh this conversation that but, carl is going to commence but carl you have a great comedian count to do the countdown regardless of the location so please take it away ladies and gentlemen welcome back to celebrity comedian countdown this week with joe DeSantis. Joe! Thank you, everybody out there. It's great to be here. Now, Joe, when I first started knowing you, it was always in New York at New York Open Mics. I know you work there. I know you use... I used, I thought you were a New York comedian at the time. Yeah, I mean, um, I did m most, most stuff in New York and uh, occasionally out of state and... Uh, yeah, Jersey. I I would occasionally go back to Jersey, but um, recently, since even before the pandemic, I started going to Jersey to do more stuff. And well, every time I turn around in New Jersey, there you are, like at an open mic or a real show or something. It just seems like you're dedicated to craft. You want to do comedy. I I don't want to say seven nights a week, but any chance you get. It seems like, you know, if I go somewhere, you're there. Yeah, if I could do it seven nights a week, I would. Um, definitely. Like, I mean, that's what that's what I think all of us are trying to do, you know? Yeah. And uh, especially now, you know? <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah. So I was working Scotty's, right? And George Gallo was the booked headliner. So he walks into the club, you know, I'm going to ask him, how do you want me to introduce you tonight? And who should he have trailing along behind him? Who should, who should he have in tow, but yourself for a guest spot? Yeah. Yeah. So you, um, you had just done a show with him or something and he invited yeah. you or how'd that go down? Oh, that was great. It was at a stereo garden in Long Island in mm -hmm. Patchogue. <laughs> I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Patchogue, Long Island. And that, that place is amazing. It's like, I think, I mean, there had to be like over, a maybe over a hundred people there, I think, because, mm -hmm. but, but it's big enough. It's big enough. It's such a big place that like they could fit that amount of people. It's just a huge venue for rock bands and stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, but, what a contrast between that venue and the night that you performed there there were only four people in the audience and George was like, let's do the show anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, 
That was pretty amazing too. Those four people felt like four thousand people, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I four thousand and one people. They were good. Uh, they were into it. They were laughing, and they were, you know, I wouldn't call it heckling, but they were talking along. They were out to have a good time, especially the table in front of us. Those two kooky people. Oh yeah, they were great. They were both, but yeah, both couples. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I think that's what I'm going to do from now on. I'm just going to get four people, <laughs> put them in front of me and just do my act in front of them like that because I think it's more rewarding that way. Now, you do a lot of relationship stuff, you know? I mean, is that a conscious choice or that's just where you go when things are funny to you? Wow, that's interesting that you said that. Yeah, I mean, I do, I I feel like I do stuff about, you know, working and, and, and also, uh, you know, uh, just stupid stuff, uh, observational stuff too. But, but yeah, relationships is one of my things that I guess is like at the heart of it. Because if you noticed it, Carl, I think you have a good eye for that stuff. So, I mean, I guess it's just because, you know. It sounds it, like it's not a conscious choice. It sounds like that's where, you know, that's a, a place of conflict you know, that's a place where, where jokes come out of just because of your experiences. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just fascinated. I'm fascinated by the whole idea of love. And I think it comes from that. I, I, the whole idea of what love really is. I mean, cause people always are like, Oh, you say, I love you. That means I love you. And it's just like, it's like more than just saying it, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> I know this is getting really corny for you guys out there, <laughs> but uh, all right, I'm gonna get a little corny with you. All right, uh, maybe five years or ten years or twenty, thirty years from now, you'll be like, oh, maybe Joe had, oh, he had something there. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I'm just fascinated by like, you know, and then, you know, screw ups are the best for comedy, and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty big on that. So, um, I, uh, I derive a lot of stuff from relationships and, and you know, the whole idea of, of talking about love and you know or even trying to keep a relationship together you know right you can't say i love you it sounds like the speaker at the fast food uh uh oh, drive yeah, that's it. yeah yeah <laughs> the whole idea yeah i'm always like i'm always on the on a on like a balance beam with that because it's like because i think real love is like when the hit when the shit really hits the fan so to speak and you got to come out and do stuff and not just say stuff. So, but I just, you know, I don't want to get too s serious in my act. I just like, I just, I just want to like, you know, I just want to explore those ideas and, yeah. and, and see if I could find comedy out of there, you know? And you do, you really do. Now, how can people find you uh, online, on social media? Where are you out there? Basically, if you go at Joe on edge, uh, all one word. I think I put it in the Zoom there too. At Joe on Edge, all one word. Okay. Uh, together, uh, you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Facebook and on Instagram, Twitter, all the, all that stuff. At Joe on Edge. Yeah, That's just Google it. just Google Joe on Edge. If you put all those words together, you'll find me on Google too. Okay. 
Okay, so now everyone at home is poised and ready to hit that play button at the same time as we do here in the studio. So why don't you take it away, Joe? Let's have that celebrity comedian countdown. Okay, Carl, thank you. And we're gonna do this countdown. Okay, are you guys ready? Three, two, one, go. That was an amazing comedian countdown. I haven't heard it yet, but yeah. I blew away everyone else. So I'm right. so glad. Yeah. And I did hear it because I was there and I recorded it, but I don't know which one I chose for this episode. So it was one of the better ones, I feel. You know, that was probably the finest selection you selected for a comedian countdown. Yeah, in the future, I will do the finest. You'll see. This Look is so great. This is a real movie. You see the stars. Oh, yeah, and you get the warning. We were able to chit-chat about the Comedian Countdown without me walking through the first 10 seconds of the movie, so I appreciate that. Karma, very classy. Speaking of the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Showtime. Now, that's a loaded title. What does that mean? A 1995 movie? Oh, Nicholas Rogg? Yeah, Roeg. Is it Rogg? Roeg? No, I believe it's Rogg. Oh, is it Roeg? I oh, don't Roeg. know. I just look at it. It says R-O... E space E G G row egg. Well, that's what I read, row egg. But it could All be right, wrong. Egg. I could be wrong. I could be and wrong. Mim I Rajai Ers. You mean Rogers? I just watched her in uh, Austin Towers. Yeah, she was the mother of the uh, Gal Friday. That's right. In so many words. Now, this movie's already fucking up because what we're doing is watching a car ride. And that's what we will do. And then we'll watch oh, walk into her house. That's clearly, what we'll see. clearly, you're not a, credit a critic of uh, Nicholas Roag. Look, look what he's conveying the first time. There's a mysterious town. There's a fancy, sexy girl with a fancy, sexy car. Mysterious. Right now he's saying... This is filler. You're about to watch filler because we need time on HBO cable network competing with the uh, Showtime competing with HBO. Oh, and Cinemax. You're competing with Cinemax. This is looks like uh, Open Air Diary. What is it? Like Lost yeah. Shoe, Red Shoe Diary and uh, Mysterious Hitchhiker. What was it? Like they had a compilation show where like she's going to pick up a mysterious hitchhiker and then there's a romance. We might have had Cinemax, actually, but I don't remember that. But I just have to say that a movie's opening is supposed to convey mood and theme. So I don't know. It's, it's, is that what it's doing? We can see yeah, it. it. It creates location. It's obviously a very rich, fancy area. Yeah. It's rich and fancy. There is a sexy, mysterious girl drive, woman driving the, the car. We really haven't seen her face yet. Mysterious. And here we are. The credits are done, and she's going to start the show by entering. Ta-da. Oh. I never hey. driven a car before. How do I close the door? These are questions actors ask. Wow, it's Mimi Rogers, my goodness. Now, Mimi Rogers married Tom Cruise, and yeah. then she said, Listen, this is all a farce. You got to get out of here. <laughs> and he said, Yeah, I'll see you, Mimi Rogers. Yeah, they were married very quickly and ended. It was 87 they were married and divorced. You know, the divorce was finalized in 90. So they spent maybe a year and a half. They were like boyfriend and girlfriend, but they got married. Right. Well, why wouldn't you marry Tom Cruise? Right. He's top of the world. Yeah, you have to look down to see him, but he's top of the world. 
you know, if he, that's why he's like, uh, next movie I want to do a race car where I sit and people have to talk to me because I'm sitting. Now, Mike, what the director's doing here is it's Mimi's checking her mail and that's telling us this is filler. The show is filler. Well, I mean, kids today would know this as you got mail. <laughs> right. Now, today. we're meeting the slightly annoying, like, personal assistant. But, 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 but did you see I, something? Did you see the wall had a crack in it? There was a big crack in it. Yeah, it was framed in the crack. It's not such a rich house if you've got cracked walls. He's got some serious, like, Batman, uh, like, he's like Catwoman to break through her glass uh, roof and steel. Except we'll never see this woman ever again. She looks like Nicole Kidman to me when she was younger. You, so look at this video. If it's a, bat, a full body massage and it's a Showtime movie, yeah. erotic thriller. Right. And it's about 90 minutes. Is it just like after this woman leaves, it's just going to be her and the masseuse, right? That's right. For the whole fucking thing. The guy. So, we got to savor this This is moment. filler. Filler. We got to no, it's not filler. Is it the only other human being you're going to see this movie? You might as well enjoy it. You remember that girl? Any flashbacks. No, it's replete with flashbacks. Oh, repleted flashbacks. So the yeah. budget's like $12 in this movie. It's not just six. <laughs> you know this was thrown together because the production company for Full Body Massage is called Full Body Productions Incorporated. Well, they, always, they always do that. They, they, they created one company to incorporate one movie. Yeah. Now, all of this <coughs> is pointless and filler. <coughs> She's saying, give this appointment and the gardener's going away. We're learning all this information that it will never pay off and we'll never see her again. This is the most experimental filmmaker out there directing a straight to Showtime yeah. original movie. Yeah. So there's like, it's like, you know, if a great movie director directed this, a Lifetime movie, there's certain parameters that, you know, there's certain colors that need to be filled within certain lines. Okay. This director is very interesting. But this film, he was sleeping. This was shot in one month, you know. And right. It, it, he, it, it, he's a great name who was just doing a job. He wasn't doing anything. Uh, uh, began shooting April 10th, 95. Ended May 5, 95. The release date is November 5, 95. I mean, this was a TV. Just let's get this out here. Now, by release date, you mean premieres on Showtime? Yeah, that's right. Then it would go to video 1990, April 1996. Well, this is the type of film that would be on the cult list, or like if you go to Scarecrow in Portland. Oh, you know, Scarecrow, excuse me. Uh, there's an article, they are now going uh, national mail order only. So, oh. you know, Carl has always promoted using the original Netflix model of, of renting DVDs because you can get films that are not streaming or end streaming. They're just available. It doesn't matter what which location. So you can get Disney films, say. Uh, and I've always promoted going to the library and, and checking out as much as you can. I know. But another model of Scarecrow Video is uh, is out in like Seattle or what have you. And they uh, decided during the pandemic to just be a national mail order service. So they're full bloom. So you can probably... But if you go there, they'll say like cult directors and you go, I'm going to look up Roeg 
you'll look up Nicholas Rogue, uh, yeah, and uh, they'll say like, "Here's all his great movies. Don't look back." What? You're uh, actually fucking. Can you believe it? Oh uh, my goodness! You know the man who fell to earth. What? Bowie's unhinged. Yeah. Performance. What? Mick Jagger's on Out of control. Mick Jagger's a nut. He's a nut. Full body no, massage. Interesting director. Full body massage. Here's a yawn. It's a yawn. Now look. This well, is. I'm a completist. Mike. Look, Mike. Wait. Uh, yes. Come on now. I'm looking. Come I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking. Yeah. Look at this. It's six butts for one. Yeah. Thanks to the mirror. Now this is Mimi Rogers. She would go. She, you know, she did pose in Playboy. She's the Damn. full picture, Mike. She's got everything. She's beautiful, and she is voluptuous. Look at that. No, Mimi, indeed. Now, now, look. She's for getting me. in there, and she's getting her cooch. She's got full cooch, and that's not good for the pH balance. Why is that? When you have full cooch in the in the hot tub, it it gets the pH balance off. Like this is good. You're talking about ladies' cooch or like yeah. just any cooch? No, no, ladies' cooch. Really? <laughs> that makes the pH balance go through the charts. You got to put in, um, uh, you got to put in, okay. I, let me just get back to the film. This is okay. Dave, the masseuse, okay? And she's basically, she's not masturbating or something, but she's getting ready for her full body massage with okay. Dave. And it's obviously sexual, you know, and he's, She's seeing in her mind him but showering. Right. He doesn't wash his feet. You no, he's not he washing his feet. That's part of. He, he, he's going to let the soap run off his legs onto his feet. Right, and then he no, but he walks on her back with dirty feet, and it leaves marks. Really? Yeah, yeah that's part fired. of the plot. He was wearing no. a shower cap on his feet. Did you see it? I know the plot. This guy doesn't show up at all. It's, 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 it's <laughs> That's right. That's right, Mike. This guy does not show up at all. And instead, who should show up but Brian Brown as Fitch? From TaskRabbit. Who's Brian Brown? Brian Brown. Don't you remember from that TV show? Now, he's from Cocktail with Tom Oh, is he the, the cocktail mentor? He's like, yep. let me show you how to. He's how to Breaker Morant. Remember, we Breaker saw that Rant. other director who directed Breaker Morant. It was another one of our shows. Breaker, Breaker Morant is not breaking away, right? So there's not a bicycle race going on. No, it's the Australian Aborigines War. Aborigines War. And give my regards to Broad Street with Paul McCartney, which we did on which this. Which we did see. Yeah, that was episode. Or 300 and 400 and some. And some yeah, we did. This. Yeah, that one was a good one, actually. So I like him. And I play, we played uh, the Commodore 64 game while we yes. watched the movie. Yes. Give my regards to Broad Street was a vanity product for, project yeah. from. And you kept uh, driving crazy. I would tell you, turn up the sound and you would put on the sound of the game. Right. Yeah. It was this oh mini file, a band on the run. It was it wasn't even the Beatles. It wasn't even the solo work. It was fucking wigs. It, it was a whole lot of wigs. <laughs> Is that what you call it? A vanity film? Yeah, oh yeah, a vanity project. Project. With Ringo Starr was in it and his Barbara, his wife. Wow, what a coincidence. They're also friends of uh, anime. Now the other one I liked was Along Came Polly. He was like the rich guy who was gonna get insured. Right, that's right. We we did a film called The Long Pain Polly. 
No, it's Ben Stiller film. Uh, we oh, did. Ben Stiller film. Yeah, the only one we ever did was uh, Working Trash. But anyway, what basically what's going on is me. He's like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, Dan sent me, I might. I'm Bobby, I'm Brian Brown, you know, remember me from uh, House, season seven to nine? Now, what this character has done is walked in like he owns the place, and he's just making decisions. She hasn't even said, I'll go for the massage. He's just checking out, he's casing this feng shui. Well, yeah, he's like, where should, right, where should we do this massage? What fen is shuiing the best here? I would definitely do it underneath the, uh, the genitals of the sculptures. It's really classy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this looks good. Uh, we call this a bench in the industry. We call this a bench in the industry. Now, the thing is that, um, do you remember when we saw, um, not Gremlins, it was um, Munchies? Munchies, yes. And the scent was coming out. Remember that? Yeah, on the movie poster, the show is the gremlin is such a party animal. Not only is he holding a Budweiser brand beer, and not only is he wearing a leather coat, but he's also holding on to the leg of a woman who, of course, you know, in these movie posters, you don't see the full body. Oh, so you get a full body. Holy shit. Yeah, that's right. Full body. Yeah, full body. Uh, but I lost my train of thought. But yeah, so the gremlin is looking up to her dress. But to to, to hammer the point home in the on the movie poster, this already film, there is a visible scent coming out from a under her waft. dress. A waft. Oh, a waft. You know the curving waft, the one that goes straight down and then now, towards the person's nostrils. Now that is why the pH balance gets messed up in a hot tub. That is why you do not do a massage underneath a statue. Of a cooch. Well, see, listen, I know you uh, it's, You have a very dry sense of humor because you are a hot tub voter, so I can't tell if you're on the level or you're riffing or what. Uh, you know. People I own a hot tub, they'll be like, oh, he's so rich, you know? No, no, it's a time, it's a timeshare of a, of a hot tub. You have Tuesdays. Yeah, it's a timeshare with our neighbors. With your neighbors. Yeah, and there's and the bears. The, at 11 North Road, the ones right across the street, her cooch is so pH unbalanced. Do you say? Do you say something when you when no, you're tired? No, no. I just put in the shock. I just put in the chemicals. I just put in alkaline and you know pH up. But does she complain? Like she said, I noticed a lot of alkaline in the water today. No, you, you like put it in after. No, she comes oh. over. She does her ecological disaster, and then I put the chemicals in, and she goes. I'm so glad we're having this conversation. <laughs> okay, now look what this asshole has done. He's now in her bedroom looking at her shit. I know, man. This is crazy. Don't touch that. Touch my back. This explanation. Obsession. Does, does he talk funny? Like, is that the thing about him? Australia. Oh. Uh, she goes, this is my bedroom. He's like, oh, for it might be. What a dick he is. This guy always answers a question with a question. It's so annoying. How old are you? Old enough. How long have you known Doug? Not long. Long enough to, know, to like him? How long does that take? He's just such a jerk. 
What a man. Well, I mean, it's unsatisfying. How old are you? 55. How long have you known Doug? Three months. Is that long enough? Oh, hang on, hang on. Excuse me, Thomas, Thomas Carlisle has a word from you. Actually, yeah. he it's from 100 and... Oh, fuck, never mind. There's one temple in the universe, and that is the human body. They're going to do that throughout. There's, like, little Ooh. quotes, and there's a Wait flashback a to, a, like, a poetry, poetry... I don't know. Well, listen, you know what? A massage therapist has the word therapist in it. Therapy is not anything sexual. This is a service to help you, you know, whether it's a mental therapist or a physical therapist. Sure. That is their job. So to have these like sexy quotes in between is like, you know, I get it. It's a racy. uh, Well, see, that's the thing. It isn't a massage therapy. It is a Showtime filler movie. It's erotica. It's not softcore, but you get to see boobs and you get to see lots of rubbing. And she's making noises as she gets her massage. Uh, uh, You know, it's they really Showtime. And this is the director. Like you said, he did The Man Who Fell to Earth. That ain't nothing. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, so one of the movies I, I was like, I went through his entire catalog on YouTube. And one of my favorites is a 1983 movie called Eureka. Mm-hmm. And it's about a guy who discovers gold and it takes place in the desert and it takes place in the uh, winter, like kind of like what just watched the monkey movie head and they switch like that from the Should snowy mountains. You know, if you like this movie or if you would like to see a movie like him, I would go see it. Yeah. If you like this movie, really? Come on. No, not this movie. Okay, but yeah, I would go see it. I would definitely, if you're a fan of our friend Nicholas Roag, you should definitely check out Eureka. If you can, I got a video of it like 20 years ago. That's how I saw it. Oh, okay. Not recently. No. Now, he did uh, Bad Timing with Art Garfunkel. Uh, he did performance with Mick Jagger. He did yeah. Roger Waters videos. I mean, this guy's got a niche doing rock stars. He and really is a masochist. He worked Mark. with all those guys, and he must just love abuse. <laughs> well, he was a problematic uh, person. Um, okay, okay, uh, where is it? He, he was hired as director of photography for Dr. Shivago, 65, but disagreed constantly with the director, David Lean, and was eventually replaced by Freddie Young. So he got replaced. He was originally going to direct Flash Gordon in 1980. Oh, wow. Yeah. That wasn't fun. But he didn't due to creative differences. Well, I, I know, like, a lot of people love The Witches. It's the uh, Rod Dahl version he did, which was... Yeah, uh, 1990. Yeah, and that book was remade for HBO Max uh, movie, and they also have the original, I believe. So you can definitely, like, you know, make an evening of it. Uh, so that was good. People who love that movie from 1990. Yeah. Now, it, 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 it's... um. The big film, he his first directing thing was co-directing, but it was performance in 1970. And it's it was a vehicle for Mick Jagger, but it was, okay, I'm reading. Warner Brothers was so horrified. Sex, violence, and questions of identity delayed the release for two years. 
So apparently performance was like a shit show. Right. Well, I mean, you know, that's one of the few films I haven't seen. And but uh, I, I've always had a good thing. It was in uh, uh, cult movies, the uh, uh, Perry book, I forgot his first name, that's why uh, the author, but has a famous series of books called cult movies and uh, performance was listed as one of the, uh, one of the, in the first volume. Well, I am going to see that now that I've done this research, because that just seems like curio like crazy. Oh, yeah. And it's also Nick, I mean, it's Mick Jagger in his prime. I guess not in his prime. He's over the hill by 1973 or whatever. No, no way. No way. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were, they were making rock on the radio. They were doing Angie was a hit uh, at that time. I mean, he was still the rolling, you know. He said, what are you guys doing? And they were like, hey, Mick, we're coasting. And they're like, what does that mean? He goes, oh, would you have some, enough that you could just kind of coast on it? And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the year was 1973. Okay. Oh, whatever. But yeah, so he, he did that. Uh, but, you know, Mick Jagger is great when he acts. And so is David Bowie. And uh, Yeah. But he's he's some other movies I've seen. Oh, Track 29. Holy shit. That movie is from the 80s. He did another 80s movie, which I fucking called Incontinence or Incrugulous, where it's like, it's kind of like A Night in Miami. It's recently premiered on, on Amazon, which is a King film. Where the These uh, historical characters. Uh, historical figures are, are meeting in a hotel room and talk. Oh, uh, you talked to. Uh, yeah. Current, yeah, that's all. I, I got to stream that. I wrote it down. Uh, yeah, so you got to stream that. But he, uh, Nicholas Rogue, made a movie called, uh, it was like In Something. And it basically, it's. Mm -hmm. out
Albert Einstein. What is it? Insignificance, 1985. Okay, so insignificance, 1985 is is Marilyn Monroe, uh, Albert Einstein, and I think Joe DiMaggio or just some other, you know, rando. Well, uh, Joe was married to Marilyn, so it's probably a different. Uh, yeah, it might be a different rando. Wait, uh, you but, see, wait, wait, wait! You see side boob? I saw a full boob. I don't need to see side boob. Oh, but that's the wait, what we call it at the moment. Okay, it's over. Listen a minute. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I can't hear you. My pants are on my ankles. This is great. <laughs> Pull back from nudity, man. Pants down. Do you believe we're getting paid babysitting money to watch the, the movie on Cinemax right now? At Showtime? I hope oh, they don't come back right showtime. now. Showtime. Listen, they what? come back. Turn to local news. The parents I had a babysitting gig, and they she allowed my girlfriend to come over, and we just made out. He just put him to sleep. Good night. Uh -huh. Fun. We were playing house. Now this director, the Roger Corman, got gets involved slightly. Okay. Um, he was before he was a director. He came to attention as part of the second unit on David Lean's Lawrence of Arabia. Now, David Lean was the same guy who would fight with for Dr. Shivago and get fired. But the guy noticed him. And also, uh, Roger Corman's film, uh, The Mask of the Red Death, in 64. He was a cinematographer at the time. Well, that was a very colorful movie, right? With the red mask and the visit rice and uh, <laughs> I don't all know. that stuff. Yeah. It has red in it. It must be colorful. Oh, you call these legs. I read that book. It must be colorful. Do you think, uh, uh, oh, you read the Pope? Do you think like Tom Cruise, was, they, was he Miranda Cruise in 95? No, no. 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 They, they were broken up. Um, let's see. Oh, he was, yeah. <clears throat> Here it is. They were broken up in 1990. Uh, she she, I don't know, she had a husband, James Rogers, for four years, 76 to 80. Then she had a relationship with Emilio Estevez. Then she was with Tom Cruise, 87 and 90. And then she married Christopher Siafa in 2003. And that's it. She's been married. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, boo, boo real love. Boo true love. You are such a cynic. Me? No, yeah, true yeah, love. Right. It's third time. I'm going to lay down some philosophy for you. I believe it was Aristotle who said, let me touch your deck. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you said that because they talk about Plato and Socrates and Aristotle was a disciple of Plato. Right. So 
it goes, um, he Finch is telling Nina about the history of massage, and he talks about Plato lived to be 104, which the internet tells me he that's not true. He lived to be 80. And then Nina, you know, Mimi replies that the philosopher Socrates did not, which means she knows the story of Socrates and the trial and dying. You know, actually, he meant to say Play-Doh, which does last 104 years. Right. It's, it's, yeah. And they have a warranty, you know, if it's, yeah. you get oil in it or something, they'll give you. Hey, you know, speaking of massage, have you ever been to Plato's retreat? Whoa. Oh, this guy's got a hell of a philosophy. Uh, so she's just like, well, I'm reading the closed captioning, and I wish I haven't. What they're doing right now is they're like talking about Dave, and uh, they're, I don't know, maybe we should listen because it, it's really, oh, yeah, stupid. let's read the article while we're at it. All right, look, I've seen this thing only two times because I just couldn't see yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't, watch I'm them. sorry. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. I knew it when I asked you to, to, to do it. And she must like work out at Muscle Beach. Holy fuck. Look how he's touching her butt. Right. She can clobber him. Okay. So, so what they're talking about is past relationships. And right. he will go through his experiences around the world. He won't dwell on them except to brag that he was in Africa and Saudi Arabia. But this he, is showtime. Does he make out with these girls in his flashbacks? This is a flashback of Mimi falling in love with an artist. Mimi is an art dealer. Okay. Uh, this is sort of like years ago when she fell in love with A person who had no pretense, was really an artist, didn't want to sell his stuff, and it all fell apart because she's really materialistic. You can never taste your own product. It's just so uninteresting, and she drones on about it like she has such life experience. Now, he had like a rich Australian parents, and he like went off to find himself, and he was with the Hopi Indians. And he learned their philosophy of massage and healing. Oh. It's so unbelievable. Why is he such a jerk if that's it? He just criticized. 